make a real difference? How do you build something that's meaningful and magical and helpful in this chaotic world? Because raise your hands if it's been a chaotic world. You know what I'm saying? 2020, I never imagined that Influencer Summit would be like this. I don't know where you're all at in the world right now. If you would, wherever you're watching this from, whether you're in our private Zoom group or you're on our Facebook pages, would you please do me a favor and just in the chat roll chat, let us know where you're from. I always love to do that because I'm a dork. Uh, I'm a kid from Montana. So getting to see all the people from around the world, uh, that gets me going. You know, I know many of you have that same feeling. You, you never imagined you get to reach so many people. You never imagined you'd get to, you know, have this technology where we can truly impact others. And raise a hand. How many people feel like right now we have to start impacting people more positively? This is a moment where I'm not doing Influencer Summit today to offer anything to you other than value and some of some access to some of my best friends who are going to talk about what they do to build their brand, to reach more people, to make more sales. Um, so this is a very unique summit you probably never experienced before where it's going to be very conversational. The intent originally, when we had to cancel Influencer Summit, I thought, well, I'll just, I'll get my friends together on that date. We were all going to speak anyway. And then we were just going to do a Zoom together. And then I thought, let's just do it anyway and broadcast it to everybody around the world. And I just felt that right now, this could be a good thing, that we can do a good thing together here today. You know, wherever you're coming at, wherever your perspective is, whatever you're trying to do, um, what I'm going to encourage you to do today is really think about how you want to show up during this unique time in history. What message you'd like to share during this unique time in history? What would you like to build during this unique time in history? Because you can do it all. You can do all of this and you can do it from home with a laptop because guess what? I'm at home right now on a laptop. That's a real ship lad. That ain't a green screen. That's my wall. Those are my books. Those are my fake plants. Let's go today. Let's go today. Let's have some fun today. If I can show up and broadcast out to you all live in all these different mediums, so can you. Now the question is, what's going to make you come alive? What's going to make you come alive? What's going to make you feel vibrant and joyous and fulfilled doing this? What's going to get you out of bed in the morning and get you excited to share something that matters? What's going to help you feel like you're contributing? What's going to build a lifestyle that you and your family want at this weird time on the planet? You know, you have an opportunity when I when I talk about marketing and influence today, I'm not talking about marketing and influence today to just talk about making money. I'll let the other guys do that. I'm here to say you have an opportunity to demonstrate character, to be an example for the world of what is possible, to add value, add light in a very dark and confused time. And whether you want to share advice and knowledge and wisdom on, you know, I don't know, pet grooming <laughs> or on building a business or on changing people's lives or on any topic that you have through your life's journey and blessings learned. Whatever you want to share, you are empowered to do that today with simple tools. But most importantly, I'm here to say you are called to do that. 
people always say, Brent, you know, Brendan, what do you do? What, what's your, what's your business like? I go, I can't believe I get up every day and I get to share what I learn. That's, that's my career is I'm just sharing what I'm learning. I've been sharing what I've been learning since 2006 or seven full time every day, doing three or four posts every single day on social media. You know, we've had the opportunity now, as many of you know, many of you guys are in our groups where, you know, I've made 20 online, 25 online courses now that's been viewed over 300 million times, you know, on average, like every week, it's like, or I'm sorry, every month, like 5 million hours of my content is consumed. I mean, think how annoying that is. <laughs> you know, what an opportunity. What an unbelievable opportunity. You know, today, I don't know how it's going to go today. I'm just going to share value of how can you launch? How can you start? How can you monetize? How can you make a difference? And listen, I'm at home. I'm sure there's going to be some guy with a leaf blower out there at some point, right? The other day I was doing something and a fire alarm went off across the street. We heard that, you know, I, I'm sure, sure something's going to go. The sun will go up, the, the clouds change. Something crazy is going to happen when we're going to go four hours for you today, at least sharing what we have learned. We've got epic value today. We've got people like Jay Shetty and Jenna Kutcher and, and uh, uh, Dave Hollis and Joel Marion and, and one of the secret weapons of, of copywriting in the world, Craig Clemens. We've got an unbelievable stellar lineup of people today, tomorrow, and the next couple of days that will truly just blow your mind. And I'm really excited about it. But what I want you to do is connect with your heart and be here for the right reason. This is not a show. If you've never been with me before, I'm not the guy who's just going to sit here and talk about likes and followers and fans. Those will be some positive outcomes of you sharing your message. Those will be some positive outcomes of you doing something that's genuine, authentic, and real and meaningful to you. Those are nice things to have. That's like the, that's like the icing on the cake that people care. But I would be doing this work if there was 10 of you watching. I wouldn't bother me because I used to do this work when less than that watched my first video. I always joke. I think it had like, you know, 50 views. And back in the day, it was like my mom pressing refresh on the browser over and over. <laughs> you know, we all get in this at some point, we all start small and it's not ever, you know, going to be an easy journey here that I'm selling to you because I have nothing to sell to you, but I do as a leader in this industry for the blessings of the last, uh, 13 years now, you know, I've been able to lead the industry in a lot of the good ways and a lot of ways I wish it could change as I'm sure you do too. So now we're going to talk about well, how can you do it and how can you do it? Well, I'm going to start today with my session, jumping into sharing 10. I'm going to do a speed round with you. I thought, how do I kick this thing off? I said, I'm just going to start and share the 10 best things I ever did in my career. Just bam. And then bam, Jay Shetty will jump in. And talk about how he's doing it even bigger, right? We'll just, just all day, we're going to keep the goodness going. So do yourself a favor, have some water nearby, have your journal ready to go, and take a lot of notes because we're going to jump right in. We're not going to mess around. I do have one and one only request of this group today. It'll be the same request tomorrow and Friday. We're here at 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every day live with new guests every day. And my one request is that you all just share this Wherever you're watching it, share this. Uh, if you're on if you're on Facebook watching this, just share the post. Uh, the the link is in the post. Share it with people. Get people involved in this. We have zero sales. My goal 
And this is to bring awareness to people who are doing it with character. People who are doing it with mission and purpose behind what they're trying to do, because I want to insert that back into the conversation. We got the industry got too focused. I don't know how you all feel if you agree. Too focused on fancy cars and look at my house and, you know, all the, the flash and the materialism. And it lost a little sense of that meaning and the fulfillment of doing the work. So we have a mental health crisis in the influencer and creator space right now because people are always chasing that next like and they're not they got disconnected from their art because they're trying to do everything that they think they're supposed to do. And if anyone stands here and gets to say they did it their way, I found a way that worked for me. I started from day one saying, I want to make a difference. I want to share what I'm learning. I want to develop my mastery and capabilities of this communication stuff, but I want to enjoy my life. I want to really enjoy this process. I am not here for another job. I don't know about y'all, but if you get to start your own personal brand, don't build yourself a job that you hate. Focus on the things that bring you fulfillment and joy. And was like, how have you done four posts a day for 13 years, you psycho? I go, well, I'm just, I'm a writer. I write every day. And the, what I write every day turns into posts. That's all. I'm a teacher. So once in a while, I shoot an online course. And then I shoot a video teaching people why that course would be valuable to them, a.k.a. a sales video. And then the brand builds. And there's lots of different ways to do this. So today I'm just going to share, I'm going to start right off the top, not today with the best practices in the industry, but at a personal level with you, because many of you are new to my world. And many people right now are trying to find their own unique way about going about this. So I'll share with you what I've learned in this process um, please forgive me if we have any technical glitches. Sure, we will. If we go out on Facebook or on Zoom or somewhere, inevitably that's going to happen. Just log back in. We'll usually be back within five minutes. Something is going to happen as we go through this. That always does. But especially when you're going four hours a day <laughs> from Puerto Rico. Okay, I don't. I don't know. But you know, I'm right on the. I'm 50 feet from the beach right here. I don't know if you can see this. That's this would be a risk to show. Let's see if I can do it. Hold on there. Forgive the podcast. I'm like, look at that, y'all. So being out here, uh, by the way, I'm not showing that to, uh, I guess they call it flex. I'm doing it because I'm, the internet might go up. That's all. When you're on the beach, you don't know what's going to happen. So let's have fun today. All right. My job. I'd like to share in my morning session with you here till the top of the hour when we joined by the great and legendary Jay Shetty. I would like to talk with you about what I learned. I'm going to share with you the 10 best things I ever did in my career. So bust out your journals. Let's jump into it. Please share this post far and wide so we get as many people participating and learning as they can, especially if you know someone who's trying to share their message and they've been struggling. You got a family member or a team member who don't feel like they're getting the marketing right or, or they're struggling in, in some way in this way. I, I think this will really serve. So jumping right in. 10 best things Brennan Burchard ever did to build his brand and his career. I think that's the only time I'll talk in third person. Okay, number one, best thing I ever did is what I call weekly content proliferation. If you've been with me in a long time for many years, you heard us coin the phrase in 2009 called circular virality, which is a super fancy way of saying this. Every week I create 
some type of longer form content. Now, I chose to do that with a video. You might choose to do that writing a long blog post or a long Instagram post. You might do a long IGTV, right? But something that has a little meat to it, adds some value. Here's what I did. A weekly long form content. And then what we do is we chop that content up and we proliferate it out there, the bits and pieces of it, through other modalities, other platforms, other mediums. So here's my routine that we've been running since 07 or 08. That's how old I am. Oh, come on, let's go, internet. Okay, here's what I do. Every week, I shoot a video. I look directly at a camera, and my topic, as many of you guys know, I'm known for personal development. I'm known for personal development. Some of you might know me for the marketing side, but most of the world knows me only for personal development. And so I'll teach a personal development video. I usually do it about 10 to 15 minutes, direct to camera. Then we cut that video up in little snippets. Those snippets become social media video posts. We take that video, we put it on our blog. We get it transcribed. So there's some long form content on the blog with a lot of personal development content into it. What else do we do with it? Well, we make quote cards. We take, you, you hope out of 15 minutes, I said one good sentence. Sometimes it's two or three good sentences. We'll take those two or three good sentences out of my 15 minute video and we'll make those quote cards. So if you ever saw a quote on Facebook, I promise one of them was mine, right? I think I'm the fourth or fifth most shared quotes outside of like Aristotle or something. Not because I'm actually that wise, but I've just been putting quotes out there for a day since 2007, you know, so it's just a lot. Then we might take that same video, post that video on LinkedIn with a little summary of the video. Right. So you're hearing me do what, what I'm sharing is I do one weekly main thing that, that has some meat to it, if you will. <clears throat> then we chop it up and we put it out all through the social media channels. That is what we call weekly content proliferation or circular virality. If you ever studied my work before, it's a fancy way of saying do one thing and make that thing, chop it up, put it everywhere. And then here's what you do. Now, this is the secret. Please write this down because everyone goes, yeah, yeah, Brennan. I've heard that from some Instagram guy this year. I'm like, great. They probably learned it from us, but here's what most people miss. Then your job is to observe what pieces of those do the best, meaning find the winners, which of those cuts or which of those posts did the best, performed the best that week. And that goes in your performance vault that goes in your best of now that best of now you have a whole file or a whole set of links these are the ones that do the best every time i put it out and guess what you do with those you recycle those every couple of weeks you throw one of those back in the mix and it's by taking the best of and putting them back in the mix that that piece gets more virality over a period of time Right? You might just share it again across a different platform. You might change the quote to look differently, but that quote, you know, it works. You change the background. Right? For, for 10 years of my career, every quote, I took the picture behind the quote. I just walk around my day. I take a picture of a plant, a tree, a mountain, a stream, a beach, something, wherever I was. And I'd always have this, this blank 
pictures and everyone knew I took the pictures and I put my quote on top of it. So it was original and it was like artistic. And today I have teams who help me do all that. But for 10 years, it was just me. That's the best thing I ever did. Weekly content proliferation, weekly content proliferation in terms of building my fan base and audience. Obviously, here's the good benefit that maybe people don't hear. What did that force me to do? That forced me to keep learning enough, reading enough books, journaling enough, writing out my own ideas and opinions to be able to create that content every week. Meaning I made myself a student. By making yourself a student of your craft or your topic, then you have enough firepower to keep that going. The good thing is I chose personal development. And how many of you I raise a hand thinks personal development never ends? You know, I'm always learning. I think I got in trouble with my wife yesterday. I got to write that one down. Whatever I learned, I got to share that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I hope you're having fun today. I hope you're taking some notes. Weekly content proliferation, best thing I ever did. When I think about my career, and again, because I did those things, I became a learner. I became master of my topic. I also, I think the best thing, and this is going to sound crazy, maybe too tactical. I'd say the second best thing I ever did in my career was build a subscription program subscription program. This means I charge people a monthly fee to access new content or new live experiences with me every month. Uh, in other parts of our industry, we, we call that a paywall or a membership site or a membership program. And that's just where you're creating something new or doing something new with your audience every single month. And you charge a fee for that. You know, popular ranges in our industry are $29 to say $70, somewhere in there. That's probably the most popular ranges, but other people have ones that are more expensive, 300, 500, even $1,000. But for me, that subscription where it's every month, that changed the game. And you'll always hear me bang this drum. I tell all of my friends to get a subscription program, why? Because a subscription program gives you an understanding of how much you're gonna earn next month, and the month after that, and the month after that, and the month after that. That, knowing what you're going to earn the next couple, who wants to know with like some sense of confidence what they're earning six months from now? You know, in this new world, I'm like, I don't want to be that guy who always has to do some new challenge or, or some new launch to hopefully make money again. I want that money coming in steady. The only way in our industry that's ever been figured out to do that is through subscriptions. I have friends who become really popular and famous and they get all these sponsorship deals. And then over the years, they're not as popular as famous. They lose the deals. Now they have no way of making money. They don't know what they're doing. I also like subscriptions because it gives you, as you can predict what's going to happen the next two or three months, because you can tell how many people are going to churn, meaning leave your subscription. Now you can also set a budget, right? If you know how much you're making the next couple months, you can also set a budget from that for hiring or for ad spend or for boosting your posts, right? Or for improving your office or whatever it is for you. That to me is key. And I would say subscriptions also, finally, it plays to what the customer wants. Subscription, they, they want to be a member with you. They, they like, especially in personal development, transformation takes time. Even if someone buys one of my courses, okay, great. They got the course. They watch it in a weekend. They binge watch it. Guess what? Next week and the week after that and the month after that, they're still growing. They still need help. They still got problems. We're still trying to improve ourselves. Like I said, the journey doesn't end. So I, that's why I like subscriptions. 
Third best thing I ever did. You guys like this? Okay, I know I'm going fast. For those of you who are new to my world, I'm like, let me just pop out the best things I've done outside of obviously mastering the craft and the topic, which I talked about and we'll talk a lot about. And coming into this with the right intention to make a positive impact, doing it with character, integrity, discipline, excellence, things I talked about at the very beginning too. So number one, tactically, weekly content. Number two, subscription program. Number three, evergreen launches. Fancy phrase. Sounds scary. What does it mean? It just means at any given moment, somebody can find one of my opt-in pages on the internet. An opt-in page is where they give you their name and email. And we basically, at all given times, we're running some ads to a page where they enter their name and email for value, right? They're entering their name and email to get some video series or a webinar or you know a, a free training on something. We deliver that value. And then what we tend to do is we offer three or four pieces of awesome value and then we sell. Then we say, great, if you like that, we've got this other thing. That's what I call an evergreen launch. It's just always running. You don't do it once a year, twice a year, three times. It's like this thing is always going. It's the, it's the engine of the machine, you know? It's just always going. And that's why I don't have to like, well, I better hurry up and do a launch. Because I did that, by the way, the first three years of my career, and it was super stressful. <laughs> I don't, I love doing launches, but I like to do a launch and not have to worry because, oh gosh, I didn't make money last month. No, last month the subscriptions were running. The evergreen promotion was running, right? We had people coming in. They were buying stuff all day long. And that gave me a sense of, hey, I'm, I'm doing a business. Now, I know many of you, you're like, but dude, this is too much. I'm just starting. I just want to post up some stuff on Instagram and try to figure out what that is. And I want to charge money for them to, you know, buy something. Okay, I promise we will get to you. So if this feels too advanced, I'm with you. I get it. My job today is like, I want to go way, right up to like, here's the best things I learned in 10 years. In other words, maybe this gives you the roadmap of where you will go over a period of time. Even if you're just starting now to figure out your topic and post things, that's okay. That's totally okay. So for those of you who are starting new and you're like, whoa, this is a lot. Don't worry. We got four. We have three days together. Okay. We'll get there. I just want to give you the roadmap of where I went and what made the best for me. Uh, I would say the, the fourth best thing I ever did was learn to be a coach. Coaching people. Uh, other, other people, if you don't want to do coaching, you might be a consultant with some clients. I believe that when you go from just selling hoodies and swag or, or even just memberships and you actually interact with somebody and you work on their problems with them one-to-one, -one, you get good. You get good. You can put me in any position anywhere in the world with any person and I know I can affect behavior change. That has been my lifelong work. And that confidence is unbelievable, you know? I've been putting that and I've been in that position where it's like, okay, sit down, you know, you know, Brendan, we got this Olympian right now. They just had, you know, three really bad races. Can you come in? Okay. I can't run, <laughs> you know, or sit down, Brendan, with the next president and have this conversation about leadership. Okay. I've never been president, but I, for me personally, because I've coached so many people throughout my career. I am comfortable in almost any conversation helping people 
And we, that's what I want you to do. If you want to be great, you've got to learn how to help people one-on-one. We live in a society where everyone goes, I want to reach millions of people. I'm like, you can't help your neighbor, yo. Come on. Right? You can't even listen to your spouse yet. And you want to change the world. Start at home. Start in your neighborhood. Right? Volunteer. Learn to work with people. Get out. Like, like we're, we're in this space in which we've been so obviously locked down this year. But the truth is people have been isolated for years. People have been isolated for years. They've been blocked out, hold up, shut down for years. You want to change the world? You want to be big out there? You got to engage, not just on Instagram Live. <laughs> Come on, you, you got to work with people. And choosing to do that at the beginning of my career wasn't because I'm Brendan Burchard. It was like, I, I need to learn how to work with people. I, I, I got to start. So I started coaching people for free, doing free coaching sessions at the very beginning. And then I tried it after I coached them free. If it was good, I'd be like, do you want to keep doing this? And that's how I began my life coaching career long before I became a, a certified high performance coach. I was just a newbie trying to help people, trying to ask questions, trying to be Socratic with them and empathetic and compassionate, reading all the personal development, all the psychology, all the philosophy, everything I could get my hands on across all genres to figure out how do I help people. And I won't let you know, I don't think I figured that out. I still try to figure it out. It's like, it's always a journey, but doing the work of coaching really changed my life. I I know, you know, it's, it's, it's a popular thing to do today um, because it's financially rewarding and it's one of the biggest growing industries. I think that's awesome. And I personally, I coach and I certify high performance coaches. Like I have a huge, many of you guys here. Hi guys. Um, We have a lot of CHPCs watching this right now. I love you all. This is like, this is my, I love this work. It's hard work. But when you learn to coach people, guess what? Now you know what to post. Now you know how to teach. Now you have unlimited content. When you work out with people one-on-one, whether it's once a day or once a week or once a month, just that one session gives you so many ideas about everything that you work on, every topic, everything that you care about that you can share. You can say, I've been working with this person. Here's what I learned. Because remember, almost all of social media success is just sharing what you're learning. You don't have to be the smartest or the best or the prettiest. You just have to say, hey, you know, I was talking with my friend today and here's what I learned. Or if you don't want to be the advice person, you just, you just want to, you know, not do the, the, if you don't want to be the advice person, the thought leader or the expert, and you're just trying to create a community of fun, well, that's cool. Be the viral fun guy or gal. But if you want that community to love you, to stick with you, to buy future products from you, you'd better be giving them some advice, some life wisdom. You got to connect at a deeper level. That's what's important. That's what's important. You got to be able to do that. All right. Uh, Fifth best thing I ever did was understand the roles I could play. Understand the roles I can play. Right? You have to know the roles in your life. If you're a good dad, awesome. If you're an executive, awesome. If you're a mompreneur, awesome. You have to know what role you want to play and you have to dedicate time to it. 
right? You want to be a great parent. That's a role. You got to give time to that. That's important. Well, here's how I think about our industry. I was literally the last time we did an influencer meetup with some of the people who would be coming down. You know, I bring them, I literally bring them to the speech and we have barbecues every day and we just talk about our careers. And I always start with a little talk. And many of them have talked about this later on in, in podcasts, but it meant something to them. So I thought I'd just share it with you guys for free. And that is, I believe there's like four primary roles that you can go after. And these, based on these roles, it gives you different aspirations. Okay. Let me give you an example. The, the first role, I'll just walk through the four and I'll come back to them. Here's your four primary roles you can play. You can be the creator. You can be the leader. You can be the linchpin. Or you can be the icon. The creator, the leader, the linchpin, the icon. Right? That's a, that's a choice. And you know people who want to do that. So, by the way, again, I got to give a shout out for all those who came late. If you have not yet shared this post with other people, please get more people involved in watching today. It's all free, all free training with no offers. We are just here to add some value in the darkness of the world today, empower more people to share some positive messages and do something important. So, you know people who are just the creator. They just want to post stuff on the Internet and they enjoy it. They like it. They're going to create and they're going to, they're, they're, they're hoping that by creating some things, they're going to be an entrepreneur or they're going to earn some revenue from it, build an audience. Okay. Then you have someone who says, no, I want to, I want to be a leader in this space. I want to be a leader in this topic area. The persons who want to be a leader in the topic area, they do more work. They do more research. They try harder. They're more consistent. They're more disciplined. They're more enrolling of other people to be part of a movement Versus just, do you like my post? Right? They're trying to enroll people into a movement. They're trying to enroll people into something that really matters. They're trying to lead with integrity, with honesty, with humility, with courage. They're being more vulnerable, not just as a demonstration of creation. They are being vulnerable to lead others to do the same. They are sharing their journey, hoping that other people follow in their footsteps in some way. They are trying to lead the industry. So they care about industry standards, industry best practices, where the industry is going. They literally speak about the industry. Like everyone's like, how, Brendan, how do you get all these famous people together? I'm like, they know that I know the industry. I speak for the industry. I teach the industry. And I've been doing that since 2008. So for me, from day one, I said, I want, to, I want to be a representative of this industry. I want to be of the industry. I want to teach the industry. I want to lead the industry in some way or another. And trust me, I've failed at that a million ways from Sunday. I, there's some plenty of things in the last 10 years. I wish I could have helped some of the people in influencer and marketing shift and go this direction versus that direction. You know, like that free money button stuff. I wish we got rid of all that. <laughs> you know, Click this thing, become a millionaire. I wish... I could have convinced those people to stop doing that. I tried really hard in 2010 and 11. So I, I think it's just really important to recognize that as a role. You can be a leader. Some of you are just starting. You're like, Brandon, that's impossible. And I would say, no matter how small you start, start something that matters. You don't know it, but you're leading in many ways right now. Your family watches you. Your friends watch you. Your community watches you. 
the people who follow you, they're watching you. You're already leading. It's just a matter of whether or not you're doing it with great intention and care and discipline. I hope you write those three words down. Everyone's leading. Are you doing it with great intention and care and discipline? You know, are you really showing up on a continual basis for the people who you claim to love and serve for those people you sell to even? I think that stuff matters. The last big role there is icon. Some people want to be the icon. The icon that you have leaders of an industry and then you have icons that transcend an industry. Y'all got it? Like, uh, you know, when you think of an Oprah, Icon transcended the just the television industry, if you will, right? Modern, modern Ellen, whatever your opinion of Ellen is, transcended comedy, transcended a daily show to be a force in the industry, in the world. So you think about people who they, they transcend even their topic area, right? The Rock was a wrestler and a movie guy and on social media, transcend icon, right? Will Smith, transcend icon, right? These are just examples that you can see every day. But often we don't think about, did you know those people wanted that? Did you know in their mind there was a setting that aimed for greatness? It was a role they were going to play. What happens is we have this myth that, oh, you know, they, just, they lucked into some success and they lucked into some success. More opportunities came their way and they took some and, you know, they just kind of, uh-uh, not when you get to Icon. It is a strategic build. It might be a first couple of years of luck, and then, but then you go, ooh, I got something here. Let me aim it. Let me open the gates. Let me move in this direction. And then they transcend their own category. Very few of those in the world, but all of them that I know, and many of those people who I've met, known, interacted with, trained, and coached, there was a setting in their head that gave them permission to want that because they wanted the impact. I've not yet met an icon who just wanted to be an icon. Just it's they became that because their service was so expansive was so consistent and so inclusive. Their service was so expansive, so consistent and so inclusive. And by the way, if you're new to my community and you aren't writing these words down, I hurt for your learning level. Like these little distinctions, you're like, oh, that's what made the difference, right? You got to write down all those little distinctions. You're like, oh, that's, a, that's from a guy who's been doing this for 13, 14 years, those little things, they're more expansive in their conversation. They're way more consistent through multiple mediums and they're way more inclusive of others. That's a secret. So why did I mention this? Well, I knew my role, creator, leader, linchpin, an icon. Oh, I didn't talk about linchpin, did I? Linchpin. Sorry about that, y'all. Lynchpin. I see all the text now. Lynchpin, lynchpin. Okay. <laughs> lynchpin. What does that mean? Lynchpin means you are the person in the industry holding everybody together. You are the gatherer. 
See, for me, I knew I want to be the leader by doing it great, caring about excellence, driving real value, having a mission and purpose-driven message, and I want to be the linchpin. I said, I'm going to bring the best together from day one, even though no one knew who I was. I said, someday, I'm going to bring the best together. It was an intention over a decade ago. Now, the best didn't pay attention to me. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, put your hands up. It's okay. No one knows you. It's okay. Listen, you earn that respect by being the leader, going from the creator to the leader. You earn that. And when you get that helmet, the leader, and you're doing more things that are leadership oriented, you'll gather a better tribe. I wanted to be one of the linchpins. I wanted to be a guy who brought awesome humans together. So I've done that in our formal and our informal masterminds. But listen, I have friends who are watching this right now, literally in the top 50 YouTubers on the planet watching this here today with us who just messaged me and told me they're here. They do the same thing. They gather up YouTubers over to have a barbecue. They talk about collabs. And it's in that conversation of what can we do together that builds it. What can we do together that builds it? You see this on sports teams. Some of the highest performing, look what LeBron just did. He was like, I'm just going to gather great people and I'm going to win things, right? You know, there's intentionality here that breathe, breathe the person who gathers the best and not because you're the best, but put them together. I've always been putting together people. Almost everybody you're, who is watching here, you're smarter than me. And I would love to put you in a group and be like, hey, talk to this person, talk to that person. It's not because I'm so great. It's I'm just going to connect people and get out of the way. Hopefully fire them up, get out of the way, let them talk, let them figure stuff out. Everyone says, what do you do with all these people in Puerto Rico, Brennan, when this big famous people come down? I make them sit around a table outside. I feed them lots of water. Uh, we have a barbecue at night with a fire and an open bar. And they talk about stuff. That's it. I wish I could say I'm more fancy. I do feed them a lot. I feed them. I'm a Montana. We feed. Anyone else, you bring people over, just give them food. That's all you got to do. Just keep serving the food. Open the bar. Life's good. Okay. What else do we talk about? Okay. That's the roles. Creator, leader, linchpin, and icon. I purposely have never tried to go that next level of icon. What does that mean? I've had television show offers. I've had big deal offers that would put me, you know, everywhere more. I wasn't. That's not what I wanted. Why? Because I also know the number of hours the icons work. And I like the beach. And if you, for those of you who think I'm all fancy here, my happiness is with one of those journals there, you see? Those fancy journals I bought in Italy. Little journal and a book. Reading anywhere. I don't care if it's a lo local library when I started or, you know, my first tiny little apartment to out on the street or a free cafe. I'm a door, I'm, a, I'm way, you'd be stunned on all the psychological tests. I'm right down the middle, introvert and extrovert, I'm right down the middle. You can't do that unless you, you know, I've written six books. So this for me, I, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself out there, but you know, I had to get up and do my jumping jacks this morning, get myself ready for y'all. But I'm here to say, you have to choose what roles you wanna play. I hope that helps you. Sixth best thing I ever did was prioritizing performance and work-life balance. Prioritizing 
performance and work-life balance. Meaning, for those of you who studied my work before, you know, I practice the high-performance habits. So those are performance. I like I do things to care about my performance and my productivity. And as part of that, what high performance really is, is being able to be, be incredibly productive and also have extraordinary well-being and positive relationships. For me, the art, the mission, the fans, the business does not steal from my sense of joy, happiness, fulfillment, time, or from my relationships. I work really hard on that work-life balance. And listen, anyone who tells you work-life balance is a myth or it's not real or it's not true, that's just somebody reporting from the edge of failure on that topic, not from somebody who's found some harmony. And I also believe work-life balance is not hour for hour measurements. And that's why they're saying it's not possible is because their definition, they say, well, it's not possible to have work-life balance. Well, yes, it's not possible to have an exacting balance, but work-life balance shouldn't be measured on equal hours. It should be measured on harmony of your life. There are days like, Hey, listen, this week, if you looked at my work-life balance, you'd be like, ah, ready you work too much. I'm like, well, I'm doing the influencer summit with all my friends. Hi guys. I hope you'll give me a shout out down below in the chat. Let me know where you're from again. Cause I do dork out about that. I'm just checking on you. I know I can see how many people jump in and jump out. And I'm just, I'm excited that you're all here today. But for me, uh, I really balance that. I really try to have harmony. So there are times that are super intense, but guess what? I aligned the team or I aligned <laughs> Denise and myself or I aligned my workflow so that I can have those moments of intense and those times of intensity don't kill me. They don't burn me out. It's how I'm still here all these years later and I've never ever identified a time in my career in 14 years where I've been burned out. Why? Because I did burn out my 20s. <laughs> don't you learn when you get older? I said, I don't want it. I don't want it. That was too hard. I worked at Accenture, which is a corporate consulting company. And I said, I don't, I don't want that. I don't like that. Man, that 18 hour a day work life, that is not for me. I like to read some books and meditate and breathe. And I like to walk outside. I'm a Montana and I got to go outside and just be without work and devices chasing me everywhere. I was like, heck no. So I aim for performance. Get a lot done, dude. Be efficient, be effective, be amazing. And harmonize life to jam and dance together well, right? If you were with me, you're like, he's a pretty well-balanced guy. We, we went to lunch for three hours today with Brendan and, and the, the dang kid never looked at a phone. I like that about my life. Not everyone, that's not everyone's jam. But you got to know your jam. You got to know how you would like to work. And you need to construct life around that, not around the dollar. When you figure that out, it's way more fun. Something I learned. All right. What else did I learned? Uh, number seven. I would say I've always tried to honor every person I work with, every person who promotes me, my partners, my family, my team. I think bringing a sense of honor to other people is important. It's one of the things my dad taught me, right? The seven, for those who've been with me for a while, it's the seven things my dad taught me. Number one, be, be 
yourself. Number two, be honest. Number three, do your best. Number four, take care of your family. Number five, treat people with respect. That's a big one. Treat people with respect. That really changed. Number six was be a good citizen. And number seven was follow your dream. My dad taught me to treat people with respect. You know, there's a lot of people in our industry who they get more famous and they become jerks. You ever hear that story? There's a lot of people like that. I mean, there's a lot. And it's not because they're jerks inherently. It's that, you know, a lot of the money and the time, the attention, the stress adds up on them. And and they just forget a little bit of their humanity and where they started sometimes. And sometimes, too, they grew outside of the community they were in. And that community is not right for them anymore. And now the community just thinks they're a jerk. But really, they just have different aspirations. So don't let anyone judge you for wanting more. Don't even let don't anyone don't let anyone judge you for aspiring for great things in your life. And realize, even if they don't approve of you, even if they don't understand you, you can honor them and respect them. Everyone has their own journey. I mean, there's so many people in my life who thought I was crazy and still do, and they don't understand why I'm doing. I don't need their permission or their approval or their understanding to work hard today towards my dreams. You don't need permission. Understanding, acknowledgement, verification to work today, to progress today. You don't need that from them. That's a story you tell yourself. Uh, They don't like me, so I'm going to quit. They made fun of me. I won't post again. What are you talking about? You, You don't need that. Do you know how many people make fun of me every day? Every day? Hundreds. Sometimes a day like today, probably a thousand people will. That's okay. That's okay. After that, I'm still going to go with my little journal, my little book. and I'm going to go out on my little beach out there and I'm going to write. I'm going to be happy. I'm a happy person. You don't get to tell me not to be happy. You don't get to influence my mood. That's not. You can influence an immediate emotion from me because emotions are automatic, impulsive, and physicalized. But a feeling is an ongoing emotion. A mood is ongoing thoughts, feelings, and emotions wrapped together. You don't get to whap me out long-term. You don't get to ruin my mood long-term. I don't need it. You need to have that. That's called a thick skin, they say sometimes in the industry. To not need other people's approval, permission, or understanding But that also means, please hear me, I don't disrespect other people for that. I'm totally okay that people tell me sometimes, Brennan, your videos suck. I don't like your music. I'm like, well, for that person, they like different music than I like. That's cool. Brennan, I saw your teaching. You're not this or you're not that. I'm like, well, they're probably right. You know, this, Brennan, that person's better than you. Yeah, I could see that. I've got the humility to understand that everyone's got their own perspective. And my perspective doesn't need to be their perspective. And soon as you lock that in your heart, life gets fun, y'all. Life gets beautiful. When you can progress towards things that you care about without forcing other people to approve, without forcing your spouse or your partner to have to go along completely, just do your thing, man. Do your thing every dang day. Enjoy your process. They're on their own path. God gave them a different path. God gave them a different dream in their heart. Let them go chase that and cheer that on for them. 
you don't need everyone to understand you or support you or approve you. You know, I got people in my immediate circle or family who are like, thinks I'm nuts. That's cool. That's their own thing. It's okay. I got family members. They ain't even read my books yet. That's probably because not all of them are good, but you know, <laughs> you got to do what you can do. You got to keep chasing your dream every day, no matter what everybody else thinks. You guys having fun out here? Is this helpful? I hope this is helpful. I'm probably getting my numbers wrong here because I got so many notes, but the, let me give you a recap where I'm at. Number one, weekly content proliferation. Number two, subscriptions. Number three, evergreen launches. Number four, coaching. Number five, the roles, creator, leader, linchpin, icon. Number six, performance and work-life balance. Number seven, honor everyone. Number eight, deeply value sharing learning. Deeply value sharing learning. And I don't mean once in a while. You, you should be sharing what you're learning in life with your kids and your family and your friends when you can, whether that's at lunch or dinner table, or that's grabbing your phone and doing it like this. I don't care. We live in a society in which this generation, I'm not sure they picked up a lot of wisdom from the previous generations. And I don't mean that flippantly towards the generations. I mean, that's not this generation's problem and fault. It's that previous generations weren't handing it down as well as we used to. This is a generation that doesn't value the wisdom and the experience of their elders the way that previous ones did. And this is not like meant to be rude. It's just, you see us making the same mistakes. You see us socio-politically around the world making the same mistakes we should have learned decades ago, but we don't study our history. We don't value our elders. And so we end up in a place where we're struggling. And why does that happen? That's because each member of a community doesn't value sharing their learning and wisdom enough. And if you're older, I know how easy it is to say, oh, these young kids don't listen. Well, then create a better connection there and speak in a way that they can hear it because what you have learned in your life is valuable and it should be shared. Otherwise, as a society, we get dumber. As a society, we make the same dang mistakes and we shouldn't be going backwards as a society anymore. We should be smart enough to share our learning far and wide and deeply and with real consistency and integrity and caring for the people that we are reaching. Just my opinion. Okay. Where are we at? What was that? Was that number eight? I feel like that was number eight. Number nine. Oh, this is good. Number nine. For those who are new and this was all too much for you, you'll like this one. Number nine, you have to believe in your own journey. You, you have to believe you and what you've learned are valuable and worthwhile. You have to have a, a shift internally that values your opinion, that values your art, that values the lessons you've been learning at a higher level than you have before. Because you're making the mistake of comparing your journey to other people's journey. So you think that what you got is not enough. And when you think who you are or what you got is not enough, you're not going to get out of bed every day and do the work. 
You've got to have that belief switch inside that says, it matters that I share what's important to me. What I've been through, it might not be as big and crazy as other people. I mean, I have to, you ought to understand, for those who are new to my community, my journey in personal development began from a car accident when I was a young kid. And that got me into personal development and wanted me to help change my life and understand how to do that and then change other people's lives. I have people come up to me all around the world when I'm doing speeches or when I'm on a, a global tour. People come up and go, well, Brendan, I want to change my life too, but I haven't had a car accident. I'd like to inspire other people, but I haven't had a car accident like that. I'm like, and? and I'll be talking to this you know, woman about it and she'll be talking about her babies and her kids. And now I go, well, I ain't had a baby. But that doesn't mean that our experiences are any more valuable than one another's. Many of you, here's your problem. Here's your breakthrough. You're waiting for something big to happen to you to get in the game. Speaking of big, look how huge this cup looks on the internet. And that nuts. Oh, <laughs> Wow, okay. That thing looks huge. Okay, I don't know what's happening. Okay, so what happens is people, they're waiting for a big existential. No, no, no. Like, think about, like, who, who read The Power of Now from Eckhart Tolle? Or New Earth by Eckhart Tolle? What's his story? He woke up in bed, had epiphany. Decided to start sharing it. That's it? Right? What happened? Think about Tony Robbins. What's his story? He was tired of washing his dishes in the bathtub and being fat. So he went on the beach, went for a run, listened to Barracuda, said, never again, I'm changing my life. That's not these crazy origin stories. It's just that someone decided to get in the game and change their own life. And because they made their life something, they're excited to share it with others too. But they were sharing all along the way. Don't think any of us aren't a hot mess along the way. Right? If you saw me trying to get ready for all this, even, even this morning, y'all, we were having trouble broadcasting into the Facebook page from Zoom. This morning. We don't know why. Some weird thing. And we were running around with our heads cut off trying to figure it out. That's life. The mess doesn't go away. So don't, if the mess doesn't ever go away, you must stop awaiting perfectionism to get in the game. Because if the mess is, if, if it's always going to be a little bit of a hot mess, because you're trying new things and you're putting yourself out there and you've never done things before, but you don't want that and you want a perfectly curated, organized, perfected life, you're never going to make the difference that you feel in your heart you're compelled to make. Because making a difference is not pretty. It's not easy. And I think that's really important to remember. I think that's really important to remember. All right, what up? Next one. Uh, so that's believe in your life lessons. I guess this is, this is my last simple one. Is this okay? Are you guys enjoying this kickoff? I'm just trying to, uh, I've been thinking about these for a long time. I think this last one um, really matters. Uh, and that's to make the small things of life the focus. 
to make the small things of life the focus. If you want to connect with your audience, trying to connect on the big things of life only, they don't understand you. It's the small things of life that you're going to be sharing. It's the small things of life that you're going to be enjoying. Who had a great cup of coffee this morning that you really just enjoyed? Anybody out there that you really tasted, you really enjoyed? Who, who also just grabbed and gulped the heck out of it? <laughs> okay, some of you just gulped the heck out of it. Okay, I see. I see. But, you know, it's the small things of life that really matter. And so I think it's really important to understand that it's often just the small things man and so what do you what does that mean it means you know not everything you share here has to be that big defining moment there you are on the big stage or there you are with the car that you just bought or the house that you just bought how about a few shots of taking out the garbage how about once in a while you share about that painful note you saw what, what about once in a while it's that simple little moment of your cat sleeping there no one really cared well cats do real good on the internet i know that uh people always ask for more sasha bear our cat uh but you know it's the simple little things but it's also the simple messages some of you are waiting to have this profound insight right like this most unbelievable profound insight then you'll start sharing you already learned the wisdom the, my proudest thing in my whole career, everyone will always like, what's, what's the thing you're proudest of in your career? And I've done everything. I've worked with presidents as a coach or trainer. I've had the, the, the blessings of earning more than I ever thought I would. My, my, my personal jo- like hope to earn something was like, you know, I thought if I could ever earn in my whole life or career, $40,000 a year would be unbelievable because where I came from, that was like super riches. Um, I've had the blessing of reaching many of you and knowing many of you personally at our events. I've hugged a ton of you and taken a ton of pictures with tons of you guys. I've traveled the globe. I've gotten to hang out. I've gotten to do everything. The thing I'm most proud of is that the most shared thing I had in the last decade was my dad's seven simple points of wisdom. I love that. Out of everything I've created and done, doesn't matter how produced, how fancy, whatever, the thing that did the best was, was my dad's. What were his simple messages? Think about these, these messages. I want you to let, please, I, I know we're all in the influencer land. we are all got chat and we all have so many things going on, but listen how simple this is. Be yourself. Be honest. Do your best. Take care of your family. Treat people with respect. Be a good citizen. Follow your dreams.